Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm James. I'm Jody. Of course, in October, we always do a few extra things because it's Halloween season. <laughs> yeah. Which we all know is the best season of all. Yeah. Because it's the season of the witch. Yeah. <laughs> which has two versions of that song in our topic of the day, the movie, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. The, the Yeah, the original, the, 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 <laughs> the, the original the, the, the original the original version is so the movie how to word this the movie takes place back in the 60s but it is based on the books so just to finish up the whole season of the witch thing the dj who talks off and on throughout the movie plays season of the witch at the beginning donovan right yes by donovan I always get confused because for some reason, I guess it's because I actually think that's a really cool song. I always want to say that Jimmy Page played on that session, but I think, I don't think it was season of the witch. I think it was sunset Superman that he played on. I am 99% sure you are correct. My good sir. Unless I've got those backwards. <laughs> well, you know, that's the weird thing. I am a hundred percent. You're sure from most everything I've read, but there are some rumors that it is switched. Okay. However, listening to the two songs, I think I hear Jimmy in Sunshine Superman, and I don't hear him in Season of the Witch. Yeah, I think you're right. But then there's a neat cover at the end during the closing credits. So, Season of the Witch twice. Cool. Nice. Just a quick review. Based off of the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark book series, I uh, think three volumes maybe, came out 81, 91. I remember seeing them as a kid uh, through teenage years. I actually never read them. Uh, my daughter did, though, when she was in junior high and, and liked them, scared her to death, kind of got spooked out a few times. But, you know, uh, from what I understand, good. The The movie itself is is good. If you go into it expecting a teenage movie with teenage actors based on teenage books for a teenage audience, it's, it's, it's good. Cool. I mean, there's not a lot of blood and gore. Uh, some starting Aww. things. They're gonna. There, there. Some corpses walking around and dragging people into the depths of hell or wherever they go. And big old. I mean, it's it's got spooky spots, startling spots. So you know, I went to a matinee, so it wasn't overly expensive. And and if you go in just assuming that it's going to be kind of not the best thing, the 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 acting was a bit hammy from some of the teenage actors. A little overacting, a little not that great, but some of them were quite well. I thought the two main characters and the two, the, the four main characters did a great job acting. Some of the side characters that weren't all that great. It, it was still good. I enjoyed it. So uh, the book series, of course, just is a series of short stories. And how they tie this in with the movie I thought was really neat is uh, the four kids the, the four main teens who kind of do this well three are teens one's teenagery out of high school without going into the depths of it they go to a haunted house on halloween night where a young lady had hung herself but when she was alive she would tell spooky stories to kids between the walls because her family kept her locked up in the basement and those kids would then die so the protagonist go into the ho uh, hotel ha 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 Go into the house, 
and go down to the basement, and they find the book of stories that she would read from, and they take it with them. Oh, cool. Yeah, and, and some of those are actually uh, the Wendigo, and some of these stories are actually stories from the books that you can still buy and read. Interesting. Now, I definitely, I'm going to have to read these books because I, uh, to, to interrupt a little bit here, oh, please um, Algernon Blackwood, I think it was Algernon Blackwood, had a story called The Wendigo. Pretty sure I, I would not know. I really should read something by him. Oh, you, you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I am fairly certain of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and, and the book, when they take it with, they suddenly see it actually start to write on its own in blood. And as the Ooh. stories are writing, those things start happening to the characters, to the asshole jock, to the not the two main people, but the other two main kids. And it's good. So that's how they tie that whole thing in. And then, of course, they use the book at the end to help fix everything more or less, but not exactly. Huh. So, so it seems like it might be a short episode. But I got more. Ooh, more. Yes. What you got? I did not read these books as a kid. But I will say the movie, if you know what it is, I mean, by now it's out of the theater. So if you want to get it, you're going to have to rent it or stream it or something. Worth the hour, 38 minutes. If you want something chill with some startles, some neat things. From everything I've heard, scary stories to tell in the dark are great books. What I read as a teenager were a couple of series of books uh -huh. that I could get through my local library. Uh, one was Dark Forces, and not the Star Wars, Jody, bastard. <laughs> I, no, we, we've already done that joke, and I, <laughs> before we started recording, and I decided I wasn't going to do it this time. I, I, I tried to be patient, wait half a second, then I'm like, screw that. Um, <laughs> but, but Dark Forces were kind of like a teenager-y tween series of books, all standalone, where spooky things, hoping, uh, spooky things happen to teenagers. Uh, there's a neat one that's sort of a Cthulhu thing. There's one based on the tarot cards, but love those. Uh, the other one, actually, uh, Jody and I have been recording a, a bit tonight, and I yeah. couldn't remember the other one, but I texted a couple of my buddies, and in the meantime, one of them got back to me, who, by the way, thank you, Donnie. We mentioned him in the When's a Band, Not a Band episode anymore. Yeah. Twilight, Where Darkness Begins. So it's not the Twilight series. These are the Twilight books from the 80s, not the sparkly vampire douches. Yeah, but uh, Twilight, Where Darkness Begins, I honestly don't remember most of them. Uh, one of them, group of kids who game, kind of, I don't think they call it Dungeons and Dragons because of copyright issues, but, but that's what they're playing. And they somehow get sucked into the game, kind of, kind of like the cartoon, but cheesier and more horrific. Ooh, cool. Those are the ones that are in, and you can still find them. I don't know if Amazon has them, but I know used online booksellers have them how about you jody do you have any like sort of series of books that you read that were semi-spooky not really well that was easy um, well no <laughs> uh I, I take that back because i started reading stephen king when i was in the eighth grade so <laughs> i was i was reading stephen king all the way through high school <laughs> well suppose you know <laughs> not exactly a series meant for kids but yeah yeah that's a good series of spooky books <laughs> When did yeah. I, read my, I don't think I read my first Stephen King book until maybe my junior year of high school. Was it was it it? Because I know I I told you and Greg about it, and you guys both turned around and read it. Yeah, yeah, as as uh, it, and then I think I read uh, Dark Tower next, maybe. 
And and I like okay. the Bachman books because I like those short stories. Yeah. I go with that. Stephen cool. King. Not necessarily young adult, but yeah. <laughs> I, I do know I read Poe and Lovecraft kind of as a in the junior high anyway, also. Yeah, I, I read I read Poe. Of course we always had to read Poe in school anyway. But yeah, Poe was a yeah, Poe was mandatory. Outside of school. I, <laughs> yeah, I always enjoyed reading Poe. I, I never really enjoyed reading uh Shakespeare, but I don't mind Shakespeare. It's just not something I want to read. Did I say, say Shakespeare? <laughs> I, I thought I said Lovecraft. <laughs> no, I'm saying that Shakespeare and Poe were the two things in my school. Oh. I to read. <laughs> yeah, no, you did what say the, Lovecraft. I, I didn't read Lovecraft. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't start reading Lovecraft until I had actually graduated college. So and I'm sorry I didn't start until then because, you know, really great stuff. Yeah, get rid of the racist bits. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Robert E. Howard. So, <laughs> uh, when you're a writer in a certain time, anyway, right? Well, yeah, that, that's kind of it. Just a, a quick review for adults. If you read the okay. books, you probably like the movie. If you haven't read the books, probably like the movie. <laughs> yeah. you know, no movie translates from the books quite perfectly. True, as we've discussed before. <laughs> Ad, ad nauseum. <laughs> it, it, and probably will again. <laughs> yeah, and besides, you know, this is October. You're, you're getting your full episodes on Fridays anyway, fuckers. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy this little 10-minute episode, damn it. Yeah. So, <laughs> until our next episode, <laughs> I'm James. I'm Jody. <laughs> we'll talk to everybody later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. My review is going to take five, ten minutes, so it'd be like a short little extra Halloween October episode. Okay. And unless unless we go off topic again. <laughs> Did you have any, like, uh, bleh, I'm going to word that in a way that's not boring as fuck. <laughs> we should move on before I start telling Bill Cosby jokes. <laughs>